Welcome to the Creation Innovation Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth King. Together, we'll have conversations with incredible human beings who have taken their creative outlet and turned it into something innovative. From people leaving the corporate world to be eight-figure entrepreneurs, to people who have created books, created a family, or just creating to have fun in the world. We are all in a journey to create something amazing in our lives, and I hope that you find some inspiration of your own here. This is the Creation Innovation Podcast. Everyone, thanks for joining us again. I am so excited today to speak with Rachel Gibbler, who is, well, has many things going on, but right now as I'm looking at her, behind her it says it's fucking spiritual, which I love for so many reasons and we'll dive into a little bit. But welcome so much, Rachel. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Elizabeth. I'm excited to chat today. So how did you come up with that that title? And is that just the title of your podcast, your business, all of the above? What- yeah, it started as the title of my podcast and it really grew itself and turned into kind of this brand that people knew me for. So I okay. guess you could call it, you know, just the, my brand now. Yeah. Um, but really it was born out of the desire to create a space in the spiritual and self-development communities that I felt at home at, right? Because, um, you know, I think we always create what it is that we need the most. And I had been in the self-development space for a couple of years off and on. And, you know, I had really found myself feeling like I wasn't buttoned up enough for the mindset gurus, right? And I liked to curse. And at the time I was still, you know, drinking here and there. Actually, I don't drink anymore, but um, it, at the time that this was born and I also was really deepening in my spirituality, but at the same time, I felt like I wasn't buttoned up enough for the mindset to be a mindset guru, right? And then I wasn't airy fairy light meditating on a mountain kind of thing uh, that we see in the spiritual community. And so I thought, you know, where is, where is the community for people that are showing up messy, showing up imperfect, you know, not getting it necessarily quote unquote, right. Or the one way it has to look, but how do we take these principles that have changed my life and make them accessible and relatable and applicable to real freaking humans, you know? And, uh, one day I just said, you know, sometimes it's just fucking spiritual. Mm -hmm. And then it just stuck. And I was like, oh, that's it. That's the thing. And you love it when you get that light bulb moment of like, yes. that's, that's what the it best. is. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like I can completely relate to that because my whole thirties, I was on this spiritual quest and I went literally all over the world to retreats wow. and silent retreats and meditation retreats and yoga, yada, yada, whatever. And exactly what you're saying, there's either like the hippy dippies that I didn't quite fit into. There's the people that are super religious and spiritual, which we can talk about that as well. And then there's kind of the in-between. And I never really felt like I found my people, so to speak, Mm -hmm. because I kind of, I related to a lot of different areas around spirituality and I, I wasn't, all in in all any of those aspects i kind of i always would say like i'm a cafeteria person where like i take a little bit of this and a little bit of that and you know like i but i don't do you know i will do the silent retreat but i'm not doing them 18 times a year like some people do them right or whatever and so i love that you 
kind of paved this path for yourself and the others that are along that same path as you because they're it is so unique when you're trying to figure that out too. And a lot of times people are coming from this religious path mm-hmm. and get a little bit confused when they say, what is religion versus spirituality, which to some of us may be so obvious and so such common sense. Yeah. And then, and also I believe, I don't know about you, but a lot of times that they can, they can live together yes. in different ways. And I think you know, man, whoever you want to call it really tends to make us think that they can't, right? You need to like go this direction or that direction. And I'm kind of like, well, my God doesn't really believe that. And, you know, I believe in spirit babies and all these other things. But if I'm talking to that about at somebody's church, they'd be like, oh God, like you're not allowed to be here or talk about that. So what is your perspective of your definition of spirituality, I guess? Oh, I love that. So I I love that you touched on all of this because I I definitely agree. And that's what it's fucking spiritual is about is creating your own unique path. It doesn't need to look like mine. It doesn't need to look like anybody else's, but it's about taking these principles and making them work for you. So for me, spirituality is simply a connection to the greater source, Mm -hmm. a connection to the it's what ties us to the greater being the greater purpose and whatever that looks like in whatever facet is individual to the person but i think that it's it's within all of us and it lives within all of us and it's your connection to self and therefore your connection to source i love that because i think too when you are on a spiritual path you kind of it takes a while to realize that not everybody's on the same time frame of recognizing their own spiritual path right Mm -hmm. and knowing that we all have different times different lifetimes we've been here and different evolutions of ourselves even on this dimension etc and to kind of open that up to to accept the fact that it's okay if he or she is not at the same place that i'm at Mm -hmm. but yet we can still coexist together knowing that there's beauty in everybody's own journey and path and how do we just kind of find that spirituality together and kumbaya so to speak for lack of a better term with each other even though without judgment right because Mm -hmm. there is going to be those people that i'll use the example again that can meditate in silence for 80 days that's not me you know i i have no desire even to want to do that there's some people that choose not to drink or fast or whatever because that brings them closer to their higher self or God or whatever it is that they're looking for and completely respect that. But I think there's a lot of judgment sometimes that comes from the people that are not quite there. And when you're either in relationship with somebody that's that way or a friendship or whatever, how do you suggest for other people when they're starting on their spiritual path and the people that are around them are not quite there? Mm -hmm. They're not bad people, right? They're just not going that direction right now and may they may never that's the other thing that sometimes yeah. it's hard to get your head around like that just might not be their path in this life right yes. so what do you suggest for people that are in those types of situations where they're just kind of like getting super into it and they're reading books and they're following podcasts and you know they're getting yes. super psyched on it and they want to go to retreats like yours yeah and how do they navigate that 
Oh, I love that you touched on this. And it's a very important distinction. And I think it's a very important conversation that we have because in the spiritual communities, and we can see this with very spiritual people, um, you know, looking down on those that are not in that realm, right? right? Or we can see that in a smaller, you know, in your household, maybe you are waking up to this work and you're beginning to apply it. And suddenly your partner is not, your friends are not, um, you know, and you feel disconnected from them. And our for, first, you know, kind of tendency that I see often, and we all do it, myself included, I've been through this as well, is that A, either desire to wake other people up and wanting to shake them, right? right? And see what I see. And if only you were on this path too, then, you know, we would be great. But since totally. you're not, you know, kind of thing, and we can disguise mm-hmm. that as calling someone else to rise. Right. And, and, or, you know, just thinking that we're better than other people, Mm -hmm. which can happen as well. But there's a, it's a very specific nuance where if you are caught in that trap, that is spiritual ego, and that is your human, that is not you practicing these principles, because the true practice of these principles understands and accepts and allows other human beings to be exactly where they're at and you see them in their perfection and when you don't and when you see other people as less than in their perfection that's your work that's not their work and so to to answer your question back to advice what advice would I have and I'm you know, and I'm assuming we're probably mostly going to be talking to people that maybe are waking up to this work for the first time and aren't seeing their partner, their friends do that. Right. Right. The thing that I always like to say is don't tell compel. So when people are asleep, I don't try to wake them up. That's not my path. That's not my role right? Shaking people. It can be frustrating, right? You can let your human ego feel frustrated, feel annoyed. That's your work to work through. But at the end of the day, compelling someone through who you are being and the way you are embodying in yourself helps to other people to reflect back to them. Because again, everything is a mirror and pave that path and being that example for what they then can do for themselves. And when you do that, then you're, you're compelling someone right forward. And also to your point about maybe people will never get there, right? Also accepting them for where they're at on the journey. And that doesn't always necessarily mean, and this is the scary part, that your relationship is going to stay the same. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your relationship may change, may morph, it may fall away. And that is okay. That's a part of the path. And if you're committed to this path, then you allow whatever comes comes from you embodying that next level of you. A hundred percent. And I think that was one of the hard lessons I learned in my late twenties was I was kind of holding on so tight to things. Right. And then as I got older and realized that exact principle that you're referring to now is to be in the flow, the spirituality of being in that flow and letting it go and knowing that it's for the highest good of everybody involved is a really hard thing to get your head around when you think, oh, but we were meant to be doing this or I was supposed to be doing that, you know, and realizing there's a bigger picture here at play, right? And how do you step into the flow instead of resisting and just surrender to what, what is there for you, which when you do, so many beautiful things happen, right? As opposed to the opposite. So 
I really love what you're doing and and the way that you're articulating it for people to understand again who may just be starting out on this path because I remember you know my first book that I ever read that was like oh okay like I think that I want to go down this road and I yeah. it's different for everybody right and you re we recognize those times in your life and what that is and for most people it's a it's it's generally a time where you're at a low, right? And you're yeah. kind of searching for something else and you realize there's gotta be something more happening here, right? Like, what do I need to kind of fix in myself and, and recognizing that you look to what else is out there, which is actually really beautiful, at least from the perspective of when I was growing up, there was no spiritual and, you know, it was either religious and that's it. You know, right. spiritual fell into that if you were doing that in your religion, but yeah. there wasn't all these kind of like mm. all these cool places to go now to explore your spirituality and, and mm. talk about that. And the fact, well, whatever, I think it's amazing. I won't go into all of that, but I do want to also ask you if somebody is just starting on this path, what do you recommend for them to find their spiritual tribe? Like, how mm. do they find people that are like minded and I was listening to your last podcast about being from a small town and I have a lot of friends in California, pretty much all of my friends from California are transplants. Nobody's yes. from here. A lot of them are from very small towns in, in middle America. And so they have found this spiritual path and coming out to California where there's things are more open and people are more open and things like that. But how do you suggest for somebody who maybe hasn't yet made a big move to other areas that are open to start to find their tribe of yeah. people that think the same way that they do and are interested in the same things that they are and can just geek out on all things spirituality and all the like yeah. yeah yeah i love that question and so i think it's really important to note that i our brain is going to give us all of the reasons to say the same because it's predictable and it's safe. And so if you're in a small town and you find yourself and your brain going, well, there's just no one here like me. So, you know, when, once I move, then I will, right? right. One, once I uh, get connected, like one day I'll, I'll be, yeah. you know, once my circumstances change. And we do that and, all the time in every, in all things, right? Exactly. Not just that, but yes, that's a great Right. Point. Exactly. Yeah. And so if you find yourself falling into that trap, what I want to say to you is that we are, no matter where you're located, right? I hear this all the time from people in my community, like, oh, but I live in a small town or, oh, I've grown up here my whole life. And like, my friends are all the same. I and mean, they just think the same, right? That is a very, uh, that, that is just your brain trying to keep you stuck because it's safe there. Right. But what, where we really are in the world right now, we are in the age of information. So you have everything at your fingertips, a Google search. If you want to find anything out, you have social media, you can be connected to the entire world. I have clients that are all over the world. I have someone in my program right now that lives in Iceland, someone that lives in New Zealand, like literally we are not in close proximity to each other. So whatever you want to become a part of, immerse yourself in that, right? So you want to learn a new language. If you go to a coffee shop and you go, you know, study Rosetta Stone once a week, how well are you going to learn that language versus if you go to Mexico and learn Spanish for two months and you are immersed in that culture, right? That is who's going to learn Spanish faster, right? 
Yeah. It's the same thing with spirituality, with this work, with self-development is immerse. The more you immerse yourself in the language and immerse yourself with people that speak that same language, the faster you're going to collapse that time frame for you to be able to see those same results. And so the way to find people is do the Google search. Do you start to follow people that inspire you, um, start to flood your mind with different concepts that maybe you don't have in your um, immediate vicinity or your immediate community that you might live in. Right. And so begin to look outside of that for different information. And what ends up happening when you do that is one post of somebody leads you to another. Then you go down the rabbit hole there. Then that leads you to something else. And for me, for, this was just four years ago. I was listening to a podcast and it was, you know, women entrepreneurs and I wanted to start my own business. I didn't have a business. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to inspire people at this point, right? And I was listening to a podcast and she just happened to be hosting a women entrepreneur event that weekend out in San Diego. I live in Texas. And I decided, okay, you know what? Let me look this up. So that nudge you feel, that intuitive hit of like, this feels expansive. Maybe it feels scary, but whoa, what's this, right? Follow that. So every time you get that feeling, follow that and go down the rabbit hole. So I went down that rabbit hole and I realized, oh, it's this weekend. I bought a ticket and I bought a plane ticket. I flew out the next day. And then I ended up in a Facebook group, meeting other women that needed somebody to stay in their Airbnb because someone dropped out. Boom, I get an Airbnb. Now I'm with these women who all had online businesses. And at that event that I went to my very first one, I put myself in a room before I felt ready to be there with people that were doing the thing that I wanted to do because I followed a nudge, listening to seeing a post that led me to a podcast that led me to the event. Mm -hmm. And then at that event, I was encouraged by those women to post my first Instagram post and boom, here we are four years later. And now I'm hosting my own retreats, inspiring women to do the same. Awesome. I love it. I always talk about how we can only connect the dots looking back, right? You can never plan it out the way that you just mapped out how that all connected right. for you. Right. And exactly. And I think that's part of the flow again, is trusting that flow, that nudge or whatever it is that you want to refer to that. Whereas maybe somebody's listening again, who wants to start their own business. I know a lot of people are that way. A lot of people feel like, oh, they're being called back to work full time. They really want to stay at home and work or they want more flexibility or they want the ability to make more money or whatever it may be. What follow that. There's a reason that the, your brain is going that direction, right? Mm -hmm. That it's firing that way. There's something in you that's telling you to follow that. And right. just like finding your tribe with anything. And you'll have many tribes, I think. I don't know about you, but yeah. I have my entrepreneurs. I have my spiritual. I have my fertility stuff. You know, there's lots of different aspects that make up who I am and what I do. And I, I'm sure most people are the same. And all of those come from the same type of thing that you just said right there, right? F finding those people that you're aligned with and you're like, oh my God, she lights me up or he lights me up. And, you know, I, I want to like find out more about that person, dig in more and see, because maybe it's not that specific person. 
Maybe it's somebody who knows that person, right? And we yeah. will never know that until you start to dig. And I think that's, as an entrepreneur, that's a really important place to start is just start being your own private investigator of what it is that lights you up, right? Like, mm -hmm. what do you, I just went to a reproductive medicine conference and I said to my husband, I'm like geeking out and so giddy about talking about sperm and ovulation and stuff. Like, <laughs> that's that. crazy, right? Yeah. And, and I, like I said, I'm all about, astrology and spirit babies and psychics and all of like that's my jam i love i could talk to people about that all day long but there's also another part of me that's you know very business and corporate and i've been doing it for 25 years and can talk about that all day long too so yeah. it's you don't have to define yourself as one thing and think you have to stay in that lane forever you mm -hmm. know and i think that's what people often feel like it's such a big commitment no, yeah. nothing like you can undo anything really yeah. and you can shift at any time and that's the beauty of life and all that we do yeah. so one thing is pivoting speaking of i want to talk yes. about creating where i talk about all the all day every day about we're here to create in whatever mm -hmm. way that that is some people it's creating a baby some people it's a business a book of whatever so for you, you've created this brand. Yeah. So if you can tell us what is under this umbrella of your brand and how that came about, because stepping out in that as a young woman, that's a pretty big, like ballsy move to be like, I'm gonna go, you know, start my own business and I'm gonna make a shit ton of money and look yeah. at what I actually did it, you know? And yeah. I think people don't expect that of us too much. And then when they do, they're like, oh, that actually happened? She actually did that? It's like, yeah, mm. I did, you know? Yeah. So let's hear yeah. your story in that and and what you created and, and how you went about doing that. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, now my whole brand is It's Fucking Spiritual, which is this, this brand is growing rapidly and faster than I, now it is creating itself. And that's what happens when you are in alignment is that people are now asking for things and then I am creating it right. because I am in alignment. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, as far as my business goes, right. I have my podcast, which is my free resource. I have two podcasts per week, um, that I drop and have a huge community. I'm a community builder first and foremost. So that is a mm -hmm. really, really large strength of mine. I have group programs and group coaching programs where I take people through 12 week process of um, how to up level their life, how to start the work from start to finish. And we've got modules and things like that, right? Um, I've got my high level one-on-one -on -one coaching where I do spiritual and business coaching as well. And now I'm moving into the retreat space because I'm being asked so often for people wanting to do this stuff in person. And that mm -hmm. is where I really think um, we're going to begin shining out in 2023. Um, but it really started, it wasn't something that I was able to fully see the trajectory of when I first started, it started with a nudge and following that I actually owned brick and mortar businesses before I did this. Oh, okay. And, um, I just sold those. I haven't even really announced that. Um, but I did just sell those a few, sell those a few months back because of how fast my online brand business has grown. And just from the sheer time and things like that, that I needed to put in and my purpose I felt was here. Yeah. But before that, you know, I was working in corporate, didn't want to do corporate, realized I wanted to work for myself, didn't feel comfortable or confident enough to start my own brand at that point. So I ended up going in on some brick and mortar salons, opened two of those, and it naturally ended up um, just kind of evolving because I started to document back to that retreat that I went to, um, I started to document on Instagram, my, um, my journey from, uh, corporate to entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. And it naturally began to evolve. And so I started to put myself in the rooms, put myself in business programs, learn how online business work, learn how to create, if we're talking from a business side, funnels, things like that, how to, you know, from a logistical standpoint, and at the same time, doing a ton of inner work on myself to get to the point of, I only launched it fucking spiritual 16 months ago. And the second I launched it, it blew up because of how in alignment I was, where basically I did not just do the first thing. I followed the nudge. I followed what lit me up. I learned something about it, but I didn't go all in on something until I knew, oh, this is from beyond me. Talk about mm-hmm. co-creating, right? It wasn't yeah. like, it wasn't a forced thing. It was a, oh, the world needs this. Totally. And then that's when I began the podcast and then the podcast mm-hmm. turned into the group programs, the coaching, now the retreats. Um, and then we'll be growing probably into a membership model. A ton of different stuff is going to be coming under that umbrella. So it'll Awesome. Be I love that. That's similar of how, from my perspective too, with the fertility, like I never in a million years would have thought I was going to be doing fertility after my life prior to that. But I do feel this is my life's mission to help educate Mm -hmm. women and men in this space. So I completely get that. that. And once that's in alignment, I mean, I could talk to the wall about fertility all day long. And if anyone else wants to come along, great. And if not, I'll keep talking, you know, it's just, I love it so much. And I think when you find where you land and your heart expands, you mentioned the expansion and contraction earlier in something you said, I think really paying attention to that of recognizing in your own body is, is my body contracting in this? Okay, then it's probably not meant for me to be going this direction. Or do yes. I feel the expansion? Okay, let me step into that, even though it might be a little scary. And getting that perspective of, is it just scary because it's unknown, right? Or yeah. is it really a contraction for you because there's yeah. a difference that because a lot of times people think oh it's too scary i'm going to turn around and run away mm-hmm. when really it's just the unknown but but you do want to expand there it's it's that excitement at mm-hmm. the same time that you mentioned too right like yeah so i love that you you have kind of stepped into this amazing space that has unfolded for you and yeah. in front of you and you're just kind of following the path that it's leading which i think is so cool because it a lot of times people think that it has to either be so hard and so much work granted it's not easy there's mm-hmm. it takes a lot of time and a lot of things like you were just saying the click funnels yeah. and all the stuff yeah. but when you're loving what you do it's all it it all again i hate to go back to the word flow but it all does feel like that right it, it all does. feels like for for the greater good of your higher self and those that you're serving around you i don't know if you feel that way but i really feel like there's a purpose for me to be doing yes. this yeah so 100 percent. how can people find out about your programs and your retreat can you tell us a little bit more though about the retreat too i am the biggest yes. fan of in-person everything i think there you cannot get enough of that and your transformations that happen when you're in person versus you know a zoom session or whatever it's unmatched it is unmatched it is being in person and facilitating in person and receiving those uh the breakthroughs and things like that connecting with other people i have met some of my best friends in the world business partners people that have helped me on my business i just went to a retreat and um now the you know 
person that was putting on that retreat, who is huge in this space is now going to be my one-on-one mentor because of how we connected to that retreat. So one thing leads to another leads to another, which is so cool. And so my retreat is going to be four days in Austin. So everyone's hearing it here first. I have not announced. Uh, So you guys listening to this are lucky. Um, I haven't announced where it is yet, but it will be in April in Austin. It's going to be a four day retreat and there's going to be, it's, it's an all women retreat for this one, this iteration about 15 15 people so that everyone I want to be really diving deep with each person. Um, There's going to be a lot of different yoga, meditation, breath work, doing the work together, a lot of different healing exercises and um, feeling like a goddess is going to be the main theme of it and pampering and really treating yourself and um, stepping into the highest version of you. And that's what we're going to be practicing and embodying those four days. So it's going to be- And can anybody do this? Is it for- you know, anyone on their level of spirituality, so to speak, right, that we were talking about earlier, or is it someone who's already kind of evolved and through the process? I believe that if you are feeling called, then you are meant to be there, right? And so there's no specific, you have to be at this level or that level. And I think that when we get into that, right, there's a time and a place for that. But in terms of our own spiritual evolution and in terms of um, tapping into our highest self, we all have access to that. We all have the ability to do that. And so there are no levels in that. It's, do you want to come? Do you want to come connect? Do you want to come learn, grow? And whatever it is that you are meant to get, through that weekend, and this is for anything, my retreat or anybody else's, you get exactly what it is that you need and the healing and the upgrades, right? The energetic upgrades that you receive are exactly what you are meant to receive because of how something hits you in that specific way in that specific time. So I believe, you know, anybody is welcome at this retreat. Women, women identifying um, are welcome to come. So um, I'll give you a wait list that they can check it out. And uh, everyone can check me out too at Rachel Gibbler, R-A-C-H-E-L-G-I-B-L-E-R on Instagram, TikTok, all of the things, my website. Um, So there's all different ways to connect with me. Definitely shoot me a DM if you have any questions or, you know, comments about even the podcast or takeaways. I would love to hear them. Awesome. Well, thank you again for being here and our quick chat and good luck with your retreat. I can't wait to hear all about it. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. This was such a joy to chat with you and we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Creation Innovation Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Spotify for free episodes and subscribe to the Creation Innovation Podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you choose to get your podcast. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening for a chance to receive a special gift. Yes, we actually do send out gifts. It's my favorite thing to do. So visit us at elizabethking.com backslash creation innovation for more information on how to enter. Every review counts and we are so grateful. You can follow me at the official Elizabeth King on Instagram or TikTok. Until next time.